Hello and welcome to Expensive Science Baby, episode five. I'm Amy. Dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Episode cinco. I'm Chris. <laughs> I still have to go in order for Spanish. Sure. <laughs> okay, so to get started this week. Welcome back. And yeah, welcome to get started. And to you, you're back in the state. Oh, I was in Omaha. I was going to get to that a little later. Thanks for spoiling everything, Chris. I just said welcome back. You provided the rest. Okay, uh, so we'll get started this week, as we do every week, with our mailbag. <laughs> yes, our super sad mailbag, which is completely empty. <laughs> well, that's not, it wasn't completely empty. We got some well wishes from people we know. Sure. And that, that's appreciated. It doesn't, Very much so. It doesn't contribute to the podcast at all, but uh, we do appreciate people saying, hey, good job, or well done, or we love you, or whatever you got. I was a little disappointed, I'm not going to lie, that I didn't see any um, graphics of the hybrid of uh, Chris Hamster hybrid army. I think so we still got time, though, because a lot of people don't read, don't listen per week, so maybe they'll, you know, listen a few weeks from now, and maybe something That's will come. That's true. I'm I have still hopes, hopeful. Yes. Yep. Which we can then turn into a shirt. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I can wear it to every treatment that we go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> You're helping us create our Chris Hamster hybrid army. That's right. Doctors. <laughs> I don't know how much the rain's going to pick up. Nah, we'll be fine. Uh, it's raining tonight in yeah. uh, Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, it is also the night of the Beyonce concert. So people are standing in the rain right now waiting for Beyonce to drink some lemonade. Is that something she does? Indeed it is. Really? Before every show she drinks lemonade? Oh, Chris. So many things for you to learn about <laughs> I, in the pop culture world. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So also now we'll do our check-in, our weekly stress level check-in. Okay. That's um, easy for me. <laughs> What's your stress level? I'm fine. I'm Bob Ross. I got nothing going on so far. Uh, my stress level would be Dorothy. Dorothy's annoyance level when Rose tells a St. Olaf story. That's level two? Yeah, level two. Okay. So not a ton, but I have a little. Um, We're going to close the window because it is raining uh, a little bit harder. I think Zelda was getting a little wet. She is our uh, youngest kitty cat. Yeah, the cats are going to be mad about that. Okay, so what, wait, what, what, did something come up or? Again, later in the show we're going to talk about okay. a little bit uh, more, so stay tuned. <laughs> okay, so we're still low because we haven't really got into it yet. Right, so. right. Yeah, IVF related stress, my stress would be at about Bob Ross. Okay. I would say, yeah. Okay. Uh, our next segment, <laughs> you can call it these segments, would be uh, infertility in the news. <laughs> yes, um... So, did you have anything or did you just want me to pull up the article I found? The article. Okay. I got nothing. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is just a quick search on Science Daily, which has not been vetted. Who knows? It might be not science or not daily. We have no idea. But it does mention an article that says, World Report on Fertility Treatments Reveals High Use of Intracytoplasmic Sperm Injection, which is the ICSI that we ICSI. talk about all the time. Um, read the article. It was interesting. Basically, it said that doctors over prescribe prescribe yeah that's a good word yeah. over prescribe ICSI for couples um there's a few things in here it said it's approaching a hundred percent of assisted reproductive cycles in the middle east and a few countries and other regions despite the fact that ICSI was developed for a treatment for male infertility which is a factor only 40 percent of couples so this may or may not have, uh, um, apply to us but it's something to bring up to our doctor it said that 
it's basically ICSI is 2.7 times as high in North America than it needs to be or something that the study shows it needs to be. Um, so it kind of goes back to the point you had where you were like, they're just going to tell us to do this because it costs more money. <laughs> it does cost more money. And we don't know yet if we will be prescribed this. Uh, we will know more. Chris has his test on Wednesday. My spa day. <laughs> spa day. <laughs> yes. Because that's what it's called, right? The yes. Semen... Firm penetration assay. Yeah, my spa day. I don't. Do you know what time my spa day is, by the way? Uh, it's in the afternoon. It's okay. like one forty or something. Right, right. I haven't written down. Um, but in case you don't remember what the ICSI is, it's basically instead of putting the sperm next to the egg and letting them do their business in a petri dish, dish, they actually use techniques to inject it into the egg. Um, which I don't know. If I was a doctor and I wanted to eliminate variables, I guess that's a good thing to do. But it also costs extra. It does cost extra. So I want. I would want to know the whys if they say we need it. Especially if we can reference articles like, I've read <laughs> yeah. that that is overprescribed. Can we see, or why do you think this is good in our case? Exactly. Especially since we have spontaneously gotten pregnant before. <laughs> right. Without any ICSI or any assistance of any kind. Yes. It's kind of like spontaneous ICSI because it happens. It's just... <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I think it's ICSI. <laughs> That's true. Probably not. <laughs> Um, ah, I'm always going to say about this. Oh, I don't know. The, uh, so yeah, talking to the doctor about this will be interesting. Um, cause it's not like, you know, throw $500 on the price. No big deal. It's several thousand dollars it's extra. at least 3000 maybe six. I don't remember. And that's each time you use it. Yeah. So it's definitely, I mean, if we didn't use XC, if we didn't have to use XC, um, right. and we had, we tried twice, that's halfway to another attempt assuming we haven't got our finances in order yet but assuming that we didn't have the whole attain program or something right right yeah so yeah ICSI um treatment overused prescribed maybe maybe stay maybe tuned not. i guess what do you think <laughs> Uh, it was an interesting article. If you want to take a look at it, go to sciencedaily.com. If sciencedaily.com is known as a shitty website that gives pseudoscience, let me know so I can take a look at that as well. I they, they seem to have references. Like, they cite some sources. References help. Sources makes help. makes me feel a little bit better about it. Yes. There's, their primary source is the European Society of Human Reproduction and Embryology. <laughs> That's a I word. Mean, embryology. Embryology. Yeah. Which sounds like a thing, but who knows? It, it might be like thing. the gonna... Coalition to Protect America, which no. is... <laughs> no, embryology is a thing. We're going to have an embryologist working with us. Oh, I, I agree. It's a thing. Oh, okay. But I mean, like, you can name your, like, your super PAC. Oh, uh, right. Take Back America, where it's yeah. the worst thing like ever. Like the Patriot Act. Or the Patriot Act. like a really great thing. Yeah, it Patriot like, It's that. awful. Okay. has nothing to do with Patriots. <laughs> <No>. Patriots. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Um, and as Chris hinted at, uh, previously I've been, I was out of town for the weekend. I went to Omaha for an improv festival. Not for infertility treatments. Not for infertility treatments. Unless My... something happened that I'm not aware of. No, unfortunately. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, no more uh, improv trips for you. <laughs> although according to one of my improv teammates, Jay, when you're in Nebraska... You're married, you're not really married anymore when you're in Nebraska. Who did you go there with? <laughs> he wasn't talking to me when he, when he said this. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, really? Is that true? It, it was jokes. Improvisers not only like to do improv, we also like to do bits. I think there's like a three-state minimum for that rule. So you have to... Like, it was, it's three states. It's exactly oh, no. three states away. Oh, no. You have Iowa and Nebraska. <laughs> the end. <laughs> 
But you could maybe you could go Iowa then then North South Dakota then Nebraska. Why would you go to Iowa? I don't know. Travel you up could. to North Dakota. Perhaps you could. Because you're like I want three states between <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> no matter how you do this in a Dave method, I don't think you can get three states <laughs> no. between Minnesota and Nebraska. Now California, where I'll be in two weeks. All bets are off. Three state rule. Um. So anyway, I was there for improv. Yay, improv. Uh, the it Twin was... Cities, if you live in the Twin Cities, is having an improv festival at the end of June. So this was like the Omahaian, or was it the Nebraska improv festival? Pretty sure it's for all of Nebraska in Omaha. Just like ours is probably for all of Minnesota sure, in the Twin Cities. we're more centrally based. Omaha's in the extreme corner of the state. Like, you got to travel from the west side, it's going to take you six According hours. According to, to somebody there. I met there who lives there, Omaha is a blue city in a red state. Oh, like Austin in Texas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I so I bring up Omaha because I went to the Omaha Zoo. Oh yes. Uh, I'm not. I think the zoo would have been really great had it not been half of, of it under construction. <laughs> so I think the stuff they're building for the elephants and the giraffes will be really awesome. But right now they have kind of a sucky living situation. Were the giraffes happy? Uh, they were eating stuff. Yeah, um, so one of the podcasts I listened to mentioned giraffes today and said, you know, giraffes are like the only animal in the zoo that they're like, all right, I'm cool. I get to eat another day without lions. What could be better? <laughs> but even, I, so the, the area they're moving the, their giraffes into does seem like they can walk around. But like the Como Zoo in, Mini, in St. Paul, the giraffe area, they don't get to walk very far. Yeah. It's the tiniest area I and know. they're huge animals. And they're... It makes me sad for A them. lot of their enclosures were not great. I remember, it's been a while since I've been there. Usually we went to the Minnesota Zoo, is that correct? Yes. The Como Zoo, I remember the enclosures not being great, especially the bear one when I was a kid. I remember thinking, that's a giant bear, and he's got like, I don't know, 400 square feet to roam around, and that doesn't seem good. So anyway, I know the Omaha Zoo, the Omaha's known for its zoo. Which I didn't know. It had a really cool aquarium right in the zoo, so that was pretty cool. They had a what, aquarium? Mm-hmm. Oh. In the zoo. Usually I like their separate things. Yeah, yeah. Aquarium. And they had a lot of big cats, which I enjoy seeing. Um, but being in a zoo around a lot of kids was tough. But that's not why I want to bring that up. I wanted to bring up that I did get to see Timu, um, who was a gorilla, who um, she was the first, she was the world's first test tube gorilla. Oh, she was born in 1995. Really? Yeah. Huh. So we have, we probably use a lot of the techniques or at least the techniques have been grown upon for what start what created Timu. So we have Timu to thank in a small way for the techniques that are available to us. You know, I don't think so. <laughs> what do you mean no? Because I'm pretty, actually I have no idea. We should look that up. Because remember there was like a, the first test tube baby was like a story. Sure. And they don't call it test tube babies anymore. Because that's what we're trying to create is a test tube baby. I wonder how long ago that was and why Look that up. that seems like a derogatory statement, doesn't it? Like, test tube baby? Yeah. I think it is now, but that's what it was called before. Like I remember that being in the news like <laughs> when it was happening. Really? First, yeah. First test tube baby. Look it up. But what I thought was interesting, I didn't know that they had test tube gorillas. But that's what I'm saying. So So she was born in 1978. Louise Brown. 1978. Sure. In England. Um, yeah. So they had probably perfected the method by 95 for gorillas or like gotten really good at it. I'm not sure because you know how it's getting cheaper and it's getting more accurate or like the, the percentage of conceptions going up. And I think they continuously, you know, advance their procedures. Like what in 1978 do we have these days that's not better today? 
Right, but my what I was trying to say is I'm guessing that maybe they did this on gorillas because maybe like um, not cool, but like pandas, they're, maybe they're bad at mating and they needed to increase their numbers. I don't know. Because like pandas, apparently, they don't like to have the sex. <laughs> and so it's very difficult for them to, to get them to breed. <laughs> so my interpretation of pandas just by looking at them is that they're lazy. Maybe they're not, but they seem like they just sit around and eat bamboo and they're like, I can't be bothered with this sex thing. I don't want to. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen a panda? That's what they look like to yeah. me. They're like, no, no. But yeah, I remember hearing about that where, isn't there a zoo where they're like, I don't know. This is all hearsay, obviously. But I remember hearing about a zoo where pandas are like, eh, we don't. We a lot don't, of, I think mostly. We don't find each oh, other maybe comparable. the problem for pandas is in captivity they don't mate. And in the wild they do. Better. Maybe I don't know, or maybe that it's the exact same stats, and that it's just that they're lazy. <laughs> I, I work with somebody who really likes pandas. I should ask her, see what she knows. Tell me a little bit about panda reproduction, if you will. I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> okay, that's interesting though that she saw that. That um, was it done there or like in Nebraska, <laughs> the science juggernaut of Nebraska. Um, according to this <laughs> photograph I took, no Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, so. Timu was probably there for a while, then moved to yeah. Omaha after. It She's got... a female. But didn't you? I'm. You told me that the Omaha Zoo is actually fairly large and in charge, and it's like a. It's known as a well or a good zoo. Yeah, I think Cincinnati is too. Oh, it is. I think so. You just saying that? I've heard the word Cincinnati Zoo before, <laughs> which makes me think that it's a pretty popular. Huh. Like... I don't know that I can say that other than San Diego Zoo. I didn't know that about Omaha. Well, you can always put two cities together, like Tallahassee Zoo. <laughs> now you've heard that. <laughs> All right, maybe Tallahassee has an amazing zoo. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So anyway, anyway I thought that was, um, you know, I noticed that since we're going through that ourselves. But then I was also thinking, like, they must have had just checked her all the time for, her, like, her cycle. Like, I don't know. I like, had all these weird thoughts in my head about, like... Gorilla cycles? <laughs> gorilla cycles. And then I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, when they did the procedure and, like, impregnated her, or, like, did the transfer, and then, like, all of a sudden she's pregnant, was she like, what? I don't remember doing anything to get me pregnant. How am I pregnant? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they used an ICSI test or a spa test so that it was actually a gorilla hamster hybrid they created? <laughs> hey, wait, and then how did they get the spermies from the male gorilla? Well, they do male gorillas imported them. Uh, pleasure themselves. I think to all fruition? male mammals pleasure themselves to fruition. <laughs> so they just had to like hang around this gorilla and wait for him to finish. And like, do you want to be that person who that like that's your job is hold this cup? It's better and stand next to this gorilla. <laughs> it's better than being the person that has to milk the gorilla. Too. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather. Okay, so we had a line. And then Chris, like, crossed the line. Come on. <laughs> Where's our line, really? I mean, I'm just, why stand around when you can just get the job done immediately? I'm a go-getter. I'm not just going to wait around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Timu. Uh, that's Timu for you. Okay. Anyway. So that's what you found in Omaha. That's what I found in Omaha. And the festival went well? It did. It went well. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a grown-up improviser who's traveled. <laughs> yes, you're an interstate traveler now of, of improv. Yes. yes. If you ever get to Canada, you'll be an international traveler of improv. Some of my friends, their troupe went to a um, festival in Vancouver recently. You should have went. Invite yourself. <laughs> I'm part of your troupe now. 
Um, it's not exactly how it works, but I could yeah. submit my teams to festivals. No, I just feel like I'm, plans. I'm improvising a member of your team. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Getting back to <laughs> us. Um, so, Chris. That's me. What are your plans for Wednesday? So, Wednesday, I got a long day in front of me. Um, don't I? Yes. So, I have volleyball. I have work. I have in that uh, order? And this, a this podcast is the order to do, the things you're gonna... and I have a spa day. <laughs> it's more like a spa few hours, I guess, and I have to go to the gym. Oof, that's a lot of things. I don't think yeah. I'm going to fit everything in. Um, yeah, so I plan on going. I'll Next time you'll get a great review of the facilities. Yeah, next the, week uh, we'll have facilities. something very specific to talk about. Um. <laughs> because I've seen really bad ones, and I've seen a few good ones, so we'll see <laughs> How often do you go to places and... uh, Well, I remember back in the day when I was, like, donating. Oh, (laughs) right. Oh! Would we like to talk about this? No, not really. I just remember back in the day, they're like, you will donate male seed. (laughs) The technical term is spermies. Oh, sorry. Or spunk. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Talk about that line again. (laughs) Um, And we will give you some money. And that happened... Four, three times, I think. Yeah, when a young man is in college, <laughs> and perhaps he needs some money. <laughs> there are many things he will do. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he decides to do this. Uh, that's why I was thinking of the gorilla milking thing. <laughs> Sometimes you need money, Amy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just went to places. They have to test you first to see if you're viable, and then then you go from there. So I knew Chris when he did this. We were... Um, we were dating. We were, okay. Yeah. Uh, and... When we were trying for Persephone, I was thinking, boy, it'd be weird if, if she had siblings out there in the world somewhere, which I still think would be weird if you had children out there somewhere. How long ago was this? 10 years ago? 11? 12? 13? 14? <laughs> oh, my God. So, I could, yeah, I got like a 13-year-old running around. You could. Um, but I was also thinking, I think the first time we started getting tested and they said your spermies didn't have good morphology then, I was thinking... I wonder if we could go to that clinic mm. and say, I would like my husband's 25-year-old spermies, please. Because right now he's older than that. It was 13. <laughs> so, but I wonder if that's a thing that could be done. Uh, that's a good question. I know they do it for women for eggs, right? They take them out, freeze them for you. You can right, use them I later. but I don't know if we can go in and say, give me this guy's specific. Right. Like, I don't know if you have rights to that anymore. I think I, you probably signed all no, that away. No, I have no rights. But if we pay enough, I'm sure they'll do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. How much cheddar you they got? They say, yes, this is his. Take this. <laughs> what was that show? Oh, I think it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Where his ex-girlfriend had his semen. Yes. <laughs> and wouldn't she give it back it. to him. Yeah. She owned it. Yeah. Very similar. Okay, so, so yeah. that's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday's my spa day. So next Monday we can, or Tuesday, whenever we get to the podcast, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so we, and I don't know, we could have results. I have no idea. I hope so. That'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, almost a week. I would like, okay, Chris, this is your assignment. <laughs> oh, boy. When you're, either before you, when you go to this visit, and you're speaking with a person, and they tell you, like, here's your cup, or whatever they say. They never say, here's your cup. Um... <laughs> Ask then, or when you turn in your cup, how long does it take to get my results? And how will I get my results? Okay. Ask those two things. I will endeavor to do that. 
Because I have this fear that we're not going to get our results until we go in for our nurse consultation at the end of June. Oh, no, we don't want that. We need to be able to make a case about the overuse of the ICSI and stuff. So, right. Yeah. So f- try to find out how we get these results. I can do that. And when. Okay. That's your assignment. All right. So that's my Wednesday. Um, yeah, should be fun. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the reason that my stress level is increased a little bit is that we are in um, what's known as the dreaded two-week wait. Can you dis- explain that for people who are like me who have no idea yeah. what you're talking about? Uh, so I hope I didn't talk about this on like episode one. Maybe I did. I don't remember. So uh, was last week. Ago. It was a year. Yeah. Yeah. So last week we shared with you that we are trying to spontaneously get pregnant <laughs> this one last go, um, this one last cycle before I start getting on the drugs. Um, and so once your body ovulates, then you have to wait two weeks uh, for your uh, period to start or like two weeks for um, you to be able to test. And so um, I believe I ovulated last week and now I'm in the dreaded two week wait where you're supposed to wait two weeks to take a pregnancy test. Now you were kind of freaking out. Can you tell me a little bit about like, I don't know when my body ovulates. I don't know what's happening anymore. Maybe I did then. Maybe I did it then. Okay. I would gladly. (laughs) Because why not share very intimate things about about my body on this uh, internet radio program? Internet radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way I've been able to describe sure. what a podcast is. It's actually pretty accurate if you take somebody who doesn't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, my body, I've talked before about how I have super long cycles, where a normal cycle is 28 days, which means day one, your period starts. Day 14, you ovulate. And then two weeks after that, so day 28, is your cycle, you would then start uh, your period again. Okay. That's 28-day cycle. And mine is like 36 to 40. So I'm not ovulating on day 14. I'm ovulating way later, day 19, 20, or 21, 22. So I was peeing on the blue ovulation sticks last week. Chris really wanted to take a picture of them. I really did. And put it on our Facebook. I really did. And I did not allow it. (laughs) I thought that was a little too far. (laughs) <laughs> It'll probably happen. <laughs> I'm not going to do it anymore. But that's over. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, and I believe I got as close to a positive as I'm going to see on those darn sticks. Because I've talked before about how I hate those sticks. So you have to be like, is this color red, red enough to this other color red? And Because you have to compare the two lines and it's the worst. And so I think I ovulated on Thursday. Which is, yay, ovulated. I think that was cycle day 22. Which is a longer cycle. Okay. Which then means in about two weeks, I should get my period. So between uh, day of ovulation and your period, like the only time you should be really, as a woman, bleeding, hopefully, <laughs> is when you're having your period. Right. So on Saturday, no, so I think I ovulated Wednesday or Thursday, no, I can't remember. But I have, then I've had like bright red spotting for on and off for the last five days. Which... Which is really, really annoying. Yeah. Because I'm not supposed to be having that. But remember before you thought it was like implantation bleeding or something, which yeah. probably got so, your hopes up, then, yeah. So way back when, <laughs> so when we were trying to get pregnant with Persephone, it's before I realized I had really long cycles, because um, I wasn't tracking it that closely, and before that I was on birth control for a long time, which completely controls your cycle. Um, <clears throat> so... We had been trying for almost a year. I had kind of given up. I stopped temping, and I wasn't using ovulation sticks at that time. And I remember thinking, boy, why don't I have my period yet this month? 
And then I did. I bled a lot for like two days. I was like, oh, here's my period. So I'm going to make an appointment. I remember even telling Chris, oh, I'm going to make an appointment to go in and see the doctor because it's taken us a year. Yeah. And then my that this period stopped. And I was like, I really need to go in, but I'm going to take a, pre- a pregnancy test first just to make sure. And then the test was positive, which was really great. But also I was really confused. And so I remember asking the doctor I was seeing at the time, which I think was just like a walk-in kind of thing to confirm I was pregnant. And I said, but I had bleeding. And they said, oh, it was probably implantation bleeding. Right. I was like, what's that? So, <laughs> so I looked that up. And apparently in a lot of women, when the egg is fertilized by the spermie, and then it uh, becomes an embryo and it travels down the tube and it goes into the uterus and like attaches itself to the uterine lining, that can cause bleeding. I mean, that makes sense. No, it doesn't, but okay. I mean, to me it does, because it's going into a... Anyway, um, that can cause you to bleed a little bit. And not only do I have super long cycles, till like day 22 is when I'm ovulating, but I have spotting for at least five days before my period officially starts. So every time I get this spotting, I think, ooh, it could be implantation bleeding, because I totally had that before. And so it's really annoying. And so I expect to have that happen to me next week, but not bright spotting right after I ovulate. But I also looked up that it could be ovulation spotting, that maybe my ovary bled a little when I ovulated, which is like, my body is just the worst. No, I think it's just women's bodies in general. (laughs) Like, why am I bleeding so much? Stop doing that. (laughs) So that's why my stress level is up a little bit. Okay, I see. And then there's the added stress of... When you're in this two-week wait, every single thing that you you feel, you think, ooh, maybe I'm pregnant. Ooh, I just had an ache in my boob. I must be pregnant. <laughs> or, oh, I have to pee all the time. I must be pregnant. It's, it's really torturous. And you do it to yourself because you, of course, want to be pregnant. Yep. And then also I have to try not to pee on a stick uh, too early. Because I, like I said before, I'm a pianistic addict and I want to do it all the time. <laughs> Which is why I assume that you will continue to pee on sticks, regardless if it's any use or not. <laughs> You'll be like, yeah, I'll just pee on one just for the hell of it and see what happens. <laughs> then I'll take a picture of it. So. Well, I certainly hope that I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I am... Um... I, I don't have any of that going on. Um, yeah, well, you have a big... This is like your big your big deal. I know. It's, it's the big show for Chris. You can do this, this two week. or three times and that's it. I think just two times in total for... Oh, it, depending on if we have to do more cycles. Is that well, what you mean? We have to do this. Yeah. And then I assume they'll be like, well, we didn't really love the numbers. Will you come back in and we'll retest because something went wrong? Or no. we're not real sure because that's what they did last time. Um, so that's the second time. And then the third time will be the first time that we use it. Yeah. Ixy or non-Ixy. I did um, email a bit with our financial person at our clinic this oh, week. Oh, you did? I did. It's the first time hearing of it. Okay. Is it? I think so. But anyways, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so I did. Uh, she actually emailed me first and said, I hear you are interested in using Attain. So they... Because she... Our attain person, our insurance company person, uh, called her and said, "Hey, you have a patient who probably she probably said who well, has no idea what she's doing." <laughs> she called Help and she's her. very confused. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> she contacted us before, like the in the wrong order. Okay. Well, they never told us. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so she emailed me some information, 
Um, but it's kind of it's kind of cool because and I yeah I guess cool. Uh, but I feel like I'm in like some secret spy mission because when I get an email, I have to click on a link. <laughs> And then I have to put in a password yeah. to read this super secret mission email. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get to do that to see them. Um, but they do need to have all these tests done right. on us or have the results of them. And it sounds like all they need, the final results they need are your spa day. And then my um, saline sonogram is what she called it, which I've been calling it trial transfer. Or they look at my uterus, they stick oh, saline solution in my uterus to look at the shape and injection stuff. injection thing? Yeah. Um, so they need the results of both of those things, and then we can send in our application. Oh, right. So because of all those criteria of if we can actually right. qualify if for we that. have to be the best candidates <laughs> they to get pregnant. They want to keep that 80% as high as they can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so I don't have my test until the end of June. Okay. And, and I said, is that enough time? Because I believe... Our people want payment really soon after that, like our clinic. I imagine they'll, they want it as soon as possible. <laughs> but she said um, that is enough time because I'd send in the application like that day, and with our application goes our check. <laughs> okay. So. Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I've made minimal progress on the HELOC, <laughs> Home Equity Line of Credit, through our, ah. through our um, what do you call it, through our credit union. I've been working with a gentleman who... You called the credit union, though? No, I emailed. Oh, but so you're working with the credit union? Yes, the credit union. And they need all this information, which I gave them. And then I gave them more information. And then they said, I need to redo this and put Amy's name first. Is that okay? I said, I guess. It seems weird. I wonder why. The only thing I think of is because you opened the account and added me later. Oh, yeah. So that's That's true. Maybe because I used our member number. Yeah. Which maybe is just your member number and I'm in a plus one kind of thing. Oh. Um... So that application's in. I think the rest of his information that he needed was today. He asked me the weirdest question, which maybe is not weird, but it is to me. He said, what was your previous job and how much did you make in that job? (laughs) And how long were you there? And I was thinking to myself, I'm in a job now. I've been here for like three years and I make X amount of money. Why does it matter what I made three years ago at a different job? Yeah, maybe it's because you have had a lot of jobs. But they don't know that. They only know that I've... The application only said, you know, what is our gross income, yours and mine, and where we work. That's it. Didn't want to know current job information. That's what they wanted. That's it. Just current but not, job. And then they asked... Then he also asked you for your previous job information. After that, he wrote me back and said, can you give me your previous job? Who was it with? How long were you there? How much did you make? And I thought... I don't even remember what your previous job was. I don't was. really understand that to be relevant, but okay. Oh, yes, I do. Maybe it was because... There was a lapse in employment history? There was no employment history. <laughs> they just saw three years previous huh. that I've been... So maybe they're like, hey, we need the last five years of employment. Mm. That I couldn't see. Yeah, mine's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked in the same place for many, exactly. many years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that was a bit confusing. And when he asked for county, I said USA. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really looked like a stellar genius there. I missed one letter. <laughs> Very common. I know, but still annoying because I consider myself above that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, so that's ongoing. I'm hoping that we'll hear something back. Um, it, again, it's weird because we have a high balance there. So it's... He did ask what it was for. He did. Yeah. It said at the bottom, what will this line of credit be used for? Huh. I wonder um, if that will impact. I don't know. 
We'll see. We got like, I wish we would have known that, like, because then we could have, like, optimized our answer and been like, we're going <laughs> to update our house. No, we're going to get another loan from you for a new car <laughs> because they love to give out loans for new cars because they get really good interest rates. <laughs> so, so I, I hope IVF's not like a, oh, they're, I don't know. Well, what it doesn't do is provide collateral. If you have a child by spending $30,000, you have no additional collateral. Where if you get a car through a line of credit loan, oh. you have some additional collateral. So I was thinking about that. Maybe that'll impact it. I don't know. Mm. I don't think they can take our children away. Pretty sure they can't. I'm pretty sure they cannot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm hoping that uh, we get something on that. Uh, TCF was less useful to me. So, oh, sorry. Uh, and actually, this other bank was less useful. <laughs> actually, and you know what? I screwed up. I didn't even use TCF. Yeah. It was, it was another some other one. one. I'm serious. Don't look at that. <laughs> it wasn't actually that bank because I hate that bank and I won't use it anymore. So I was using the other one that's crappy. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see. I think next week we're going to have a lot to talk about because we got the spa day. I think this thing's going to be done. And then, um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's all we have for this evening. Unfortunately, I think. For it our listeners. Knocked out of the ballpark. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a Nunez home run right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, what did we say last week? Email us, send us questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got, expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com, or we got a Facebook page by the same thing. Um, Anything else? That is all I have. All right. I wish you a Bob Ross-like week. (laughs) Yes, may you live in Bob (laughs) Ross-ian times. All right, goodbye. (laughs) Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.